What's up? I'm Ryan McMorris. And I'm Wesley McMorris. And we're happily married most of the time. And proud parents of some pretty awesome kids most of the time. And we spent way too much time in corporate America working 70 hours a week, not living our lives intentionally. So we became hardcore entrepreneurs in 2014 and committed to creating a life of freedom. And we believe you can create a life of freedom and a lifestyle of your dreams and make as much money as you want. So whether you're looking to start an online biz or you already have an online business and you're ready to take things up a notch, we got your back. Most of the time, unless you're tripping. So grab a pen and paper and let's make it happen. All right, all right. We got another episode of ILCTV kicking off today. And y'all know I bring y'all them badass guests. And I got another one today, guys. I have an amazing speaker, an amazing coach. This guy is the founder of the Brooks Empowerment Academy. This guy is, he speaks on stages all across the world. He's got courses. He is a mindset expert. And when it comes to helping entrepreneurs, when it comes to helping coaches and healers uh, break through those, those hidden barriers to get your mindset and create faster success, this guy is the guy that everyone goes to first, all right? So today, I've got Kip Brooks with me. What's going on, Kip? Glad to have nice, you on here. Man. Yeah. All right, hey, man. Nice. Yeah, loving life, brother. How have you been? Man. Uh, we've been trying to set this up for a minute. I'm glad. <laughs> I know, right? It just <laughs> finally worked out. I know, dude. Dude. So um, as we as we kick this thing off, I know everyone wants to hear about like the mindset stuff that we're going to talk about because um, you know we're in that time of year, just like we were talking about earlier. You know, we're in that time of year where people are falling off their uh, their resolutions. People are falling off of you know the things that um, they had set out goals and all that stuff, and they're wondering why the fuck am I falling off the wagon and Someone with your background, because this is, this is, I know this is going to be my favorite part of this episode. You have been through everything that someone would not want to go through. <laughs> and, I, and I, dude, I, and I want to hear it firsthand because that, that shit is real. So before we get into all that mindset stuff, man, tell me a little bit about your story. Yeah, I was, uh, you know, I had suicidal desires, thoughts, whatever you want to call them at eight years old. Um, and obviously, I didn't just flip a switch that day and chose it. So don't ever really remember being happy about much of my uh, childhood. And um, then first attempt, I guess, uh, suicide came around like 13. And then by 15, I was um, taking shots. I'd, I'd have bottles of liquor that I'd swipe from different places and have them stashed around like my yard or house or whatever. And I would take shots every night, just be able to get to sleep get the voices in my head to calm down. And, um, then, uh, my dad died around, uh, well, when I was 15. And, uh, so I started snagging, uh, my mom got prescription anxiety and depression meds. Um, and she wasn't taking them. Not that I saw anyway. So I started taking them. Um, and then that became like pain pills. And then that led into just other stuff. And ironically, I never got into weed (laughs) but uh my uh i had a stepdad who was um who actually found out later smoked weed not quite snoop dog level but up there and uh but my mom was anti-alcohol anti-tobacco anti-drugs any form and uh so he was hiding it but he would always try to convince her it was i was doing it so that way if she ever found his stuff he could say it was me 
And so, yeah, but that's a whole nother story. But um, I, uh, the thing that kept me around was I had a baby sister who was about seven and a half years younger than me. And I had this belief that I'd come up with. Um, by the time I was old enough to realize, like at least at eight years old, I was naive enough. I didn't know I could do something like in my own life or something. Uh, it just never occurred to me, thank God. And by the time it did, and I knew I could actually do that, I had become so attached to my kid's sister. And I had this idea that if I wasn't there, all the crap that was making me so miserable was then going to land on her. And I felt like I was a shield to protect her. So it's like, all right, I got to at least stay around long enough um, until I know she's strong enough to make it without me type thing. So that's what came around. And then um, uh, finally one day a high school teacher, actually I was, my plan was after I finished high school was the in my life. And I only stayed in school because my mom was getting social security money from my dad passing away. But when I was done with school, it was going to end. And um, so I felt like that was the only value. My mom actually asked me to repeat 12th grade intentionally so she could get an extra year of it because I was going to graduate young just because of uh, the way my birthday fell. Yeah. So I was staying around just for those two reasons. I was like, it's the only value I've got, you know? And, um, uh, but I had a high school teacher, brand new teacher, had a little 30 second conversation with me one day and it planted a seed that changed my life. I didn't realize it took a while for the uh, seed to you know, take root and everything. But um, finally around mid twenties, I uh, was like, you know, this way I live just ain't doing much for me. I need to change something. So I did, you know, start working on my mindset and everything and how I looked at the world and approached it. And then uh, started doing quite well, better than I ever thought I would be doing. And then when I found out I was going to be a dad in my mid to late twenties, I was like, I got to amp this shit up. You know? yeah. And uh, I was like, I know I'm doing well in society's eyes, like, you know, average American, everything. I got the house, I got a job, you know, all this. I said, but I'm still carrying around some baggage that I don't want to dress my kids out of. And I got some skeletons in the closet. I need to figure out where they're hiding and, you know, uh, do a little exorcism. And I tried therapists, I tried meds, I tried this time guided by a therapist and doctor, but uh, wasn't getting the result I believed I could. And finally found personal development and became freakishly obsessed for quite a while. And then, uh, then there's been no turning back. And then before I knew it, uh, friends and colleagues were starting to send me people as referrals for clients. And I was like, man, we've seen what you've changed in your life. I, I want some of that. And um, yeah, and then it's been never looking back since. It's been uh, been a fun ride after that. That's a, that's a pretty intense story, man. And you would think that you would think that for someone who's been through what you've been through, fought the things that you were going to thought, and you were committed to not being here. You know what I mean? Oh, and then, yeah, that's all I thought about. Yeah. And then the the ironic the the irony of the way that you impact lives today. Um, and you know, what we're talking about today is really, you know, like when you said, finding those hidden skeletons, because a lot of us, we have, we've suppressed those skeletons and and we've hid them so well that we've hid them from ourselves, not just from other people. Uh And when we look at the level of success that we are trying to reach, 
but we, but we always feel like there's something that's blocking us or something that's kind of in our way. So how do you get that shit out of the way? How do you find that hidden skeleton, that hidden shit that's, that's in the way it's blocking us from the success that we keep trying to claim every single year, every single month, every single week, we keep trying to claim this shit, but something's missing. How do you, how do you get rid of that shit? Um, Without uh, without working with someone else, like a coach to guide you or whatever, um, it's just uh, getting really present, which is something we are actually trained not to do, especially in today's world. We, you know, we're be on social media or watching the news or whatever, and yeah. connect with the TV. Don't connect with yourself. Then just start, you know, noticing in those moments, like when you really sit and think about where you've uh, something you really wanted. And, um, and for whatever reason you don't get there, you self-sabotage or, you know, things just seem to collapse around it or you just lose momentum. You know, this time of year, yeah, this is where everybody starts, uh, their, uh, their new year's resolution starts gasping for its last breath. Right. And biggest thing is it's like, don't beat yourself up over it. Cause, um, you know, I get people reach out to me about affirmations all the time. They're like, I'm doing the affirmations, but it's not working. And I said, well, when you set a goal, affirmations are a conscious uh, process. And when you're trying to do something at an unconscious level, because the conscious mind is the goal setter, the unconscious mind is the goal getter It's the one running your values, your beliefs and your programming. And the reason why it's such a challenge is conscious mind runs 95% of our life. Some actually say 99 and a half. Um, right. but, uh, conscious mind is 5%. Well, Conscious mind can only handle 126 bits of information a second. Uh, that's all it can process. 126. I think the original Nintendo was almost that. Um, <laughs> the unconscious mind is 4 million bits. I've had some mentors actually say 40 million, but I go with the lowest number, which was 4 million. It's still a big gap. And if you do the math and represent a bit of information uh, by a drop of water, it's... Uh, it's a 114-gallon waterfall versus 1.1 teaspoons. So we're trying to take this 126-bit processor and hack into a 4 million-bit processor. The beauty is it can be done, but that's where the block is coming from because you don't understand that you're up against that. Most people really don't because, you know, we're not taught about ourselves in school. We're taught how to play the plastic recorder and get taught about yeah. uh, the <laughs> mitochondria and all that stuff, but we're not taught this. And um, so getting aware of that being, whether it's meditation or whatever it is, just taking a moment to disconnect from everything else and reconnect with yourself and think about it. It's like, okay, this is the goal I want to go after. And pay attention to the voice that pops up in your head when you say that, you know, who does it sound like? What's it saying? And why is it telling you you can't have it? Because the number one prime directive of the unconscious mind is to keep us safe. So somewhere along the line, there's a belief at the unconscious level that going after that goal is not going to keep us safe. We've got to put ourselves out there. We've got to grow outside the comfort zone and it doesn't like that. We've got to convince it to come along, which is easy once you understand the, uh, how you, the inner workings of your mind go. But up until then, you know, it's impossible because unconscious mind works like a four or five year old. Yo, yo, thanks for tuning in to Intentional Lifestyle Radio. If you're enjoying this episode, make sure you subscribe. And snap a quick pic of this episode and tag us on IG at ILC University. Plus, catch our training videos on YouTube at ILCTV.com. All right, let's get back to the episode. Um, 
So if you're playing a game with a four or five year old and they only know the rules and you don't, you can't win. It's impossible, especially some of my kids, they make rules up on the fly as they go. But once you know the rules, you can crush their ass, right? Yeah. And it's the same thing. It's very simple once you get in and actually um, notice the patterns and figure out the vault code, so to speak. Right. Yeah. And I, I know you know we've um, over the years, I mean, we've done a lot of that work and like you, once, once you know how the rules work, you know what I mean? I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm very spiritual. And, uh, over the last year, I lost my dad this year and, mm. or, or last year, it was, it's been a year now. Um, and that was one of the things that I discovered. I was like, you know what? A lot of us, we read the Bible, we read personal development books, but we don't read the ones that actually are the instruction manual, like the, like the, how it works kind of thing. And, um, we just bought this, this brand new Yukon and I love that truck. It's a badass truck, right? But it made me think about that shit in a different way. I was like, you know what? Not, we always buy something, but we never read the owner's manual, you know? And like, you got this, this badass machine out there that someone spent years developing every inch of this thing to, to, uh, to perform like a hundred thousand dollar car. You know what I mean? But if you don't, if you don't read the owner's manual, then you don't know the little thing. You, yeah, you know how to turn it on, you know how to drive it, you know how to turn the steering wheel, right? But you don't know that it could like do, you know, all this other cool shit. It, you don't know the other 4 million bits. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you're, just, you're just turning it, pressing the fucking pedal, getting from A to B, which any car could do, right? Yeah. Going through any motions. And I feel like that's how we live life not knowing how our bodies work, how our minds work. And yeah, that's a great metaphor for it. And that's perfect. Like my mom, even, uh, you know, she bought a, um, the little, I can't remember, the small Buick SUV uh, about two years ago, maybe three. And my kids are still showing her stuff that'll do 13, <laughs> 10, and 8. They're still showing her, showing her options it has that she has no clue because she's still stuck in like, the eighties, you know, that's kind of where she got off the, the knowledge train there. Of right. learning stuff of what, about what, what else could something do? Yeah. And she's like, Oh my right. God, my steering wheel will heat up and it'll, this will do that. And it's like, it'll park assist itself. And, um, yeah, it's like, we just, we learned that, you know, most people read a seventh grade reading level. Um, and it's because once we acquire enough knowledge to be all right at something, we tend to step off. It takes effort to want to push through that. Right. Again, that's going up against that comfort zone and, and path of least resistance. That's one of the, you know, that's a human trait and it's, we got to power through it a little bit. Right. But yeah, so, do consulting at BMW manufacturing plant and it was amazing to see the options they were putting on cars that, yeah, nobody knows about, you know. Were you at the plant in Greenville? Yeah, right down there where you're at. <laughs> that's um, crazy. I was there during the X7 launch. Uh, that was actually my last tour there. And then, uh, but I've been, yeah, from like 2015 to 2000. 18 or 19, I was uh, going down there on consulting gigs here and there. But, yeah. that's, right, that's right across the street from the house, man. <laughs> that's yeah, funny, dude. I spent a lot of time down in Gville. That's funny, man. So, so tell me, how do you actually, um, how do you actually dive, get into the subconscious? Like, one, if, okay, I've recognized that, all right, I don't know. I need to actually start to do the work and, uh, and figure out how my shit works so I can actually work it. How does someone actually tap into their subconscious and start putting um, focus on that four million? So um, the uh, well, let's say uh, step one 
there's five steps to success and uh, step one in anybody's process um, for anything is always awareness, right? Even, mm-hmm. uh, even AA, it's like, you, you got to know you have a problem. To fix yeah. a problem. And so back to that waterfall, it's like that same waterfall of life events and information is constantly running. It's just where we're putting our teaspoon in, where we've programmed our mind to take that teaspoon of water out of. That's why some people, only have gloom and doom. It seems like, like, uh, when Oprah gave away all the cars, first thing I heard my mom say about it was like, who's got to pay the taxes on it. Yeah. Who cares, man? It's a free car. I'll flip that sucker and make right. a profit. Well, yeah. If you don't want it, if you don't want it, sell it. Yeah. It's like, who cares? It's bigger. That's, that's the first world problem big time. But, um, uh, but it's just one of those things It's like a lifelong habit of looking for what's wrong in the situation. A lot of engineers have that They're You know, they're, they have a special mindset of they got to figure out 17 ways that things going to fail before they'll build it to succeed. Right. Um, so there's a time and a place for it, but we're doing it with our lives constantly. So whenever you think about say going after a goal or you hear, you know, or your neighbor got a job promotion or bought a new car, it's like, what's the first thought that popped in your mind? Was right. it like, hell yeah, celebrate. Or was it, oh, I wish I could have that. It must be nice. You know, whatever it is. It's like, pay attention there and start figuring out, you know, what emotions are present around that? And also what pictures are in my head? Um, I'm not a visual person. I'm a kinesthetic, but the mind still works in pictures. But even if you don't pick up on the actual picture, cause it happens in an instant, um, pay attention to any sensations you have in your body or whatever. But once you can dive into that and really pay attention and see what kind of image you're painting, either with your thoughts or literal pictures in your head, you can change the image of that. It's called the submodalities. Um, uh, it's all the little details of the picture. You know, if it's color, if it's big, if it's right in front of your face, like inside your mind, um, change the size, change it to black and white, flip it upside down, shrink it down, you know, all of that. Um, Cause the unconscious mind to process that much every single second has to generalize, distort and delete information. It has to get through it quick. So instead of running the whole narrative, it creates an image. That picture is worth a thousand words, mm-hmm. right? And in the mind, it's actually maybe a few thousand in this because it was life or death. That's where we're, you know, technology has evolved immensely over the years, but we're still running off of caveman mind platform. 1980, yeah? thinking that, yeah. you know, yeah. no seat belts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, ooh, look at this technology. Right. I have a seat belt and it's an automatic, but, like, right. you know, it has AC. It's like, you know, cars drive themselves now and yeah. same thing. It's like, and we have the ability to do so much more. It's just, again, we're not taught. We're not aware, you know, we're, right. we're running off of, uh, uh, you know, being taught when we were a kid, we're running off those same programs. Well, stuff our parents told us then don't, don't count when we're an adult, you know, um, things we were told to stay away from. It's like, it, it served its purpose then, but not now. And age zero to seven is the imprint phase. And everything comes in as truth, you know, as the gospel. We don't have the, uh, we don't have what's called a critical faculty in uh, neuroscience. Um, we don't have that to discern between what we want to accept as truth and what right. we want to consider a, you know, a fallacy. So everything comes in. And that's where a lot of people have conflicting beliefs of, you know, internal conflict and things. It's like, well, man, you know, I want to get in shape, but same time, like everybody in my family's big boned or whatever. And it's like, right. And is that really, yeah, it's like, if that's your truth, 
You know what I mean? And like, I think there is like a, there is a universal truth. And if, if, if you start to say, okay, like I'm going to get my energy connected with the universal truth and then understand that like all these earthly truths are really all what we make them. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. and dude, that's, that's, that's good stuff, man. Because like we, we set these limits on ourselves and don't even know that like, I'm not living in possibility instead of probability. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. that's like, that's so, that's so big. Um, so I know you said, um, you've got, uh, you and your wife, you put together like this, this program, right? Like a 30, like a 30 days of like actually like uncovering that, the, the, um, the unconscious and like actually diving into the unconscious in, in 30 days. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, yeah, I say it shows some stuff from day one, it'll start digging some stuff up. There's some things in there. It's a, it's kind of a, it's a code that I try to live by basically. And it's just 14 uh, different presuppositions. And it's like, if you presuppose these in every, uh, every area of your life, every interaction, especially if you're a coach and you're working with clients or, if you're in sales and you're working with client, anything, any interaction with people you have, um, you'll notice as you, the more you can take them on, the, uh, the better it's going to make the interaction, but not just because of how you're seeing the other person. It's because it starts changing how we see ourselves. And that's really what affects how we, and impacts the most, how we interact with other people is how we feel about ourselves. Um, and, uh, but as you're doing it, even if you don't ever talk to anybody, so you, um, as you read the presuppositions and we've got a little two or three hour training before where we explain everything and kind of break it down. Um, and, uh, it's notice what comes up. And then also too, a great question to ask ourselves when we start seeing baggage come up is like, whether it's why we can't have something or whatever it is, it's like, um, what do I have to believe in order for that to be true? Right. Um, and it'll really start helping expose things. You know, there's like one of the things in there is um, people are not their behavior, accept the person and change the behavior. I've had <laughs> clients and students cuss me for that one. And uh, it's like, I'm not saying support any of it. You know, I don't, I don't support a rapist. I don't support like right. you don't have brutal to. criminals. Yeah. But it's like, understand that, person behavior different and we all have our faulty program and then we've all had our journeys you know and right. uh, uh and what's yes. someone will do to try to acquire love and that's what everything is is it's a yeah reach out for love and acceptance it's, right. i don't have to necessarily or right, i don't have to necessarily like agree with you but if i allow myself yeah. to see where that person's coming from then i then i i immediately move into possibility because I'm in an open state, right? Like I'm not in this like closed state. I'm not in that place of like absolute truth with everything. Therefore I actually can open myself, right? Like I don't have to agree with you. I don't have to say that you're right. I don't have to say that you're wrong because really is there a, is there a right or wrong? Is there a, you know, a good or bad? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's all coming through our perception, right? Right. Yes. I think there's a truth with a capital T, but I don't know if we'll be aware of that until we've transitioned from this journey on to the next level, you know, who knows? I don't think we can fully see it with a human eyes. Exactly. Uh, um, So guys definitely go download. um, We put the link to this, uh, this 30 day download in 
um, in the podcast link. All right. So make sure you head over to the site uh, where this episode is and you download that. Um, and um, go shoot Kip a friend request. I know he's on Facebook. Are you on all the other social platforms? Too? Yeah, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook are the three main ones I interact on. Right. Um, but yeah. So yeah, go find talking. Kip. Go find Kip. Um, go find his wife, what they're doing, uh, and, and what they're doing for coaches, what they're doing for people is, is absolutely amazing. I know he'll probably be back for another episode, uh, diving even deeper on this <laughs> stuff because, I mean, this I is the stuff – that like really nobody wants to talk about because like, you know, we, we, we want the, the technical, we want the thing that's going to like, you know, and that's all gravy. Right. But like, I've, I've always been told it's not the how to, it's the, it's the energy and the thought that you hold while you're doing the how to, mm, and yeah. if that's fucked up. Then like, yeah, the how to is probably going to make some changes and some, but like, don't we want to make permanent changes and we want to create, I don't just want to create 10% better results. I want to create a hundred percent better results. Right. So if that's where you're at, then you definitely need to go download this and get connected to Kip and his wife because they are bosses at this shit and they know how to do it. So, um, my man, I uh, appreciate you coming by, dude. This was amazing. Oh, and I hope you're listening yeah. again. And this one, I took a bunch of notes, um, and I'm going to be creating some more awareness in my life. I know that, uh, cause I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get on the, uh, 2050 level. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get in the future of my cars. You know, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, we'll we'll find some kind of course around that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the future, future. Yeah. Dude, I, I, when, when it comes to mindset, man, I learned this from Joe Dispenza and we're always oh, thinking like an OG. future memories, you know, mm-hmm. instead of looking at the memories cause your mind is like you said that your mind's visual. Like how can you create a future memory that you love and fall in love with that future memory while also Fall in love with the memory right now, the present. You know what I mean? Uh, somebody a couple of men's groups uh, through that uh, similar technique yesterday. Same yeah. idea. Okay. Yeah, I mean, somebody asked me yesterday, an old, an old lady. She's our. She's actually our nanny. Uh, she was like, "What do you? How would you describe meditation to a new person?" And I said, "Honestly, meditation is loving yourself so much right now." that you're willing to let that person go to love, to, to love the person that you can be tomorrow. Damn, and, I like that. And like, still that one. <laughs> sitting down and like sitting down long enough to look at that person from the outside. In. And like, that's, that's how I feel about like sitting down every day, taking 30 minutes to 45 minutes every morning and just, looking at my life from a place of like, you know what? I'm going to love my, I'm going to love Ryan right now, but I'm also going to love him enough to let go of everything he is right now. So I can be a better person tomorrow. And I don't know. So that, that, that works for me with meditation. So, um, yeah. Yeah. That's a powerful intention to go in with it. I, just, I like that. I'm going to start. I'm a man. Well, uh, yo, again, appreciate you coming by, dude. This was amazing. And be sure to connect with Kip Brooks and his wife on Facebook, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, wherever you're at. And uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, what's up? It's Ryan with Intentional Lifestyle Creators. And I just want to say thank you for listening in on this episode of our podcast. And I want to invite you inside of our Lifestyle Creators Facebook group. We go live every single Monday at 12 o'clock Eastern. 
to help make marketing easier for you and your business so you can get more leads, more attention, and make more sales. We answer questions and you can connect with thousands of other entrepreneurs and online business owners just like you. So make sure that you head over to our Facebook group, www.ilcuniversity.com forward slash group or click one of the links that's around this podcast episode and make sure to get connected inside the group and we can't wait to see you in there. Peace.